This is the Oklahoma Talking Company. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thanks for coming around again. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. What's shaking, cats and kittens? Welcome to the OKC Show. I'm Jason Baffrey. Glad to have you with us once again. And hopefully you're listening at Oklahoma Talking Co. Or you can find us on the apps Spreaker or Overcast on your smartphone. And then if you use an iPhone, you can also uh, use the iTunes podcast app and get the OKC Show directly downloaded to your smartphone every week. So how cool is that? We have uh, a great show lined up for you today, a couple of special guests here, and we are going to talk a little bit about an event that's coming up in a week or so, the West Fest, the Western Avenue Association is putting on, and we have a lot of great districts in Oklahoma City that are all kind of making a name for themselves and growing and some really cool things going on around town, but West Fest is coming up very soon, so joining me now is Rachel Taylor, the director of the Western Avenue Association, and Michelle Bowie is also here with us, who is handling PR for the event. And uh, welcome, ladies. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good. And Michelle, did I did I misspeak? Are you just, do you do all of the Western Avenue Association's PR or just for the event? Uh, mainly just for the event, yeah. She jumps in and helps where she's, when I need help, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Michelle is actually um, our uh chair of the promotions for the festival okay um but she's been helpful in a lot of other avenues other than promotions with it so well great so if people have not heard yet about west fest michelle uh and rachel what do they have to look forward to uh, well, West Fest, West Fest is coming up in uh, 10 days, so we're talking September 19th, and it's a Saturday, so it's a really great day to get out and kind of um, check out this district. We are um, going to start at 12 p.m., and it goes until 10 p.m., and we have um, an outdoor stage that'll be located physically on Western Avenue, right um, right next to 41st Street, so right outside of VZDs. And uh, that is our outdoor stage. And then we also have an indoor stage located inside the barrel. Um, and that will be, uh, there will be artists on that as well rotating throughout the day. So um, we have 19 uh, musical acts lined up for the entire day. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's a huge show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. I'm pretty excited because a lot of the artists have performed at other shows or festivals as well. So um, we have, for example, Tallows, Bo Jennings, Dear People, and the headliner is uh, Jacob Fred Jazz Odyssey. Oh, very cool. Yeah, they're out of Tulsa, and um, they're actually kicking off their uh, tour with us. So they'll be starting in Oklahoma City and going all over through uh, the Midwest, and then they're going to end their tour in Seattle. So we were pretty excited to be their tour kickoff. Yeah, so, that's great. Yeah. It's great to get – I mean, that band's got some quite a bit of national recognition, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yeah. 
and um, but you know they they still consider themselves local to Oklahoma City and 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 Tulsa, so they were um, excited to play this uh, inaugural festival. So yeah, and and having the stage there by VZDs, I mean VZDs is like the hub for yeah. music around the city. I mean there's a lot of great places, but everybody knows VZDs, yeah. and so I would imagine just because of the awareness of that, I mean there's a lot of bands that have been through there. Yeah. Uh, but it's cool to make that connection. Yeah, and they they are back open again. Um, they opened on Thursday last week, so they're serving, um, and they will have a stage inside their um, b- they're inside their business as well because they're going to be having their after party uh, for West Fest nice. there. So um, after the festival at 10 p.m., you can find Wakeland reuniting there. So very cool. Mm-hmm. So. Rachel, uh, you took over as the director of the Western Avenue Association not too long ago. You've been there about six months, and uh, hey, let's throw a festival together. Yeah, um, and actually, the festival started coming together before I was director, but uh, it was sort of my baby from the beginning. I was working with uh, Western Avenue um, as a contractor, just helping with uh, web web design and, and graphic stuff for a year or so. And then um, I kind of went to their planning meeting um, and it was sort of a resounding request from the community that we have a street festival. And um, just I just sort of became the person that started putting it together. So back in January, we put a call out to committee and started planning this, this festival um, a good four or five months before I became director. So uh, once, once it became apparent that, um, that I was going to um, become the director, it was just sort of a natural fit that I had already been working on you know, a lot of projects with Western yeah. Avenue. So. Yeah, and your predecessor has been uh, on the show, Adrian Young, who is now with Made Possible By, uh, was the Western Avenue Association director, and you got to work closely with her, and she helped yeah. you with that transition. And, uh, yeah, and everything. she is still helping with the festival on oh, a volunteer ba- ba- basis. So, um, you know, she, I think Western is, is still um, still a big part of her life, too. So, yeah. um, but yes, she has, um, she's moved on to do uh, Made Possible By, which is a really great concept and a really right. awesome thing for our community. So, And this is the uh, second year for the festival, is that correct? No, this is the first year. This is year. the first year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm it's sorry. For some re- yeah. So um, this is the first year, and um, it's it's taken a lot of people to get it this far because it's just a whole new thing for all of us. I've never thrown an event of this size, and um, you know, just to kind of uh, you know, it was helpful to have Michelle, who who works with uh, Norman Music Festival a lot, and um, she's working on the Plaza Festival this year too. So oh, great. we're just um, you know, big hub of of creativity happening in our committee and everything. So yeah, what's it been like? Uh, I mean, we've seen the rise of Plaza District and and some of the other districts, and and Western has been there for such a long time, and people have known of VZDs and uh, Sipango and and so many uh, other places that are great along Western that have been there for so long, but you've essentially, it seems like, kind of had to reinvent yourself um, through the process mm-hmm. of the districts growing. So how has yeah. that process been? Um, you know, it's it's still kind of a growing process. Um, about a year and a half ago, we rebranded and um, we kind of went from, 
you know, just kind of a small time merchant district to being more of a community district. So, you know, we still um, we are still a merchant district. We still um, help facilitate the small businesses that are within our district and help them, um, you know, do media things and and, you know, kind of uh, reach out. But then we're also also a community district now with festivals and uh, murals and things like that. So we're really trying to kind of, um, you know, fit right in with all of the other districts. And, you know, it's it's been kind of an interesting thing to see um, it go from being, you know, just just that to a community district. Yeah. Have there been any drastic changes with that process at all? And just the way that people think about Western Avenue or the the businesses that are there having to reshape kind of their goals or or what they're trying to do? Um, A little bit. I think I think that, you know, with businesses that have been there for a long time, the um, addition of social media can be kind of a, a interesting and new frontier for some of them. And uh, the district and, and I, I try really hard to help them out with that kind of stuff, um, you know, and, and really help them see like what they can do with with social media and um, where the webs where having a website and everything can really help them. Um, and, you know, I think that they are all um, actually it feels like everybody's a little bit more of a tight knit family now that we have, you know, so many different events and we're, you know, really trying to work together as a district. So. Yeah. That's great. Michelle, for you coming in, having worked with the Norman Music Fest and then launching a new festival in an established district mm-hmm. like this, kind of what were your goals as you focused on this? Um, so I've been involved in Norman Music Festival for about four or five years now. So I even came into that festival when it was already pretty established. Um, so coming into West Fest, it was just neat to see how a festival starts, like with the initial branding, with how to set the committees up and everything. Um, so I didn't really have many goals for myself. I just wanted to come in and kind of observe, but also help along the way to say, oh, well, this is what NMF did a few years ago, and this is what we're doing now. And these are like the growing pains that we had because our growth was so much over the last few years where our attendance for last year was 80,000 people. And so we're still having to figure out what it is that we need to do for the next year to continue to grow and like what changes we have to make. Yeah. Um, so it's actually hard because part of me wants to like at times say, oh, well, I can't say we need to do this and this because that's for a three-day festival, not for a one-day festival starting out. Um, so I didn't really have too many goals except really just to observe and see what it was like to help launch a festival. Yeah. So aside from 19 musical acts, what can people look forward to? Uh, Well, we're going to have food trucks there. We have, um, I think, 10 food trucks rotating throughout the day. Um, So then that way we kind of have shifts and people can see, you know, come come visit the trucks that they really want to come visit. And then we have a a kids area. So we're going to have... we're going to have always greener come out and put down some artificial grass and then we'll bring out some uh, yard games. They're the same games that we have at another event that we throw um, over the summer called on the lawn. So we're going to bring those out. So we have a a mini on the lawn happening at the festival. And then um, we will have a couple of vendors there. um, But you know, we've, we, we weren't sure how much space we were going to be able to have to fit vendors. And so um, the vendors that we do have are going to be Western Avenue based this time. And then, um, um, we do have beer. So we have beer located throughout the festival from Coop, um, Anthem, and Rough Tail, as well as Cock of the Walk. 
So, but obviously, if you have a kids area, this is a family festival, and um, it it is a family friendly festival. We are um, expecting the festival to get a little bit. Uh, more crowded and the crowd to get a little bit more um, excited for the music around like six o'clock or so. So we're probably not going to be actively manning the kids area after four or five o'clock. Okay. So, but people can come out during the day, bring the kids, have mm-hmm. some fun, play some games, grab some good good food from the food trucks, and and still hear some great music. And we have uh, lots of restaurants that are also within the area, and so um, yeah. you know we definitely want them to benefit from this festival. And um, we've got a lobby bar and sushi Nico and Musashi's Barrel um, Drum Room with the, the fried chicken, oh, and then the we have uh, VZDs yeah. <laughs> in there too. And VZDs will have their full menu available as well. So. Yeah, very good. Now, uh, you've got some interesting things going on with transportation for the event. Yeah, we are um, we are working with Bob Moore Subaru to have shuttles uh, bringing people from the festival to um, designated parking areas. So at this time, we have a parking area at 36th and Western, and then we also have the uh, parking for Westminster, which is about two blocks to the east of the festival off of Chartel. And so we have that parking lot, and we're working on getting a few more. So um, our, we'll probably communicate that over social media when we get all of those locations set up. And then um, also you, you want people to not necessarily drive to the festival. Yes. Uh, we are hoping that people uh, walk and bike to the event. We are going to have Bike Valet um, uh, sponsored by DNA Racing. So um, if, you know, if you're within a decent distance to the festival, we suggest, you know, riding your bike and, um, you know, you can leave it with the bike valet for free. And then, um, you know, if you're within the neighborhood, I mean, we have, um, you know, a a solid 2,000 to 3,000 people in the neighborhoods around the area. If you're going to come from there, we just suggest walking. So... Yeah, that's great. And and you do, as you mentioned, you do have some, some really great neighborhoods around there. And I would expect that you're going to get a lot of support from that. Yes, um, I'm really hoping so. We do, uh, we do have a, a little bit of a, a mailer going out to the areas to kind of give them a heads up about the festival, let them know like what they can expect that day. Um, but my real goal and hope is that people from the neighborhoods come to enjoy this festival. So, you know, it is a it is a business district, but the neighborhoods surrounding the district are really the, you know, those are the people that are coming to visit every day. And, you know, we want them to support the businesses in there. So. Yeah. Now, are, is Western Avenue going to be blocked off along there or are you going to keep yeah, it open? Uh, Western Avenue is going to be blocked at 41st Street to 43rd Street. Um, and it is going to be blocked pretty early in the morning all the way until the next morning. So almost a solid 24 hours. Okay. So. Yeah. So make, uh, make plans accordingly if mm-hmm. you are going to that area and, and for some reason, and I encourage you to go to the event, but uh, if you're going through there, don't go down Western no. uh, <laughs> on that particular day on September 19th. So Michelle, uh, obviously a lot of social media activity leading up to the event mm-hmm. and uh, getting a lot of good play there. Yeah, um, a lot of people are really excited. The bands are all posting some of their work. We're trying to help promote everyone and everything that we're doing there, too. Um, And it's kind of 
um, shocking at the same time because we knew what we were putting on. We knew how big of an event was, but then realizing what we were posting, it was just nonstop, like all 20 of these artists and helping promote their shows coming up too, and not just our show. Um, we're getting a lot of activity. It looks like a lot of people are really, really excited. And it helps, again, that VZDs is open and they're doing this after party for us. So it looks it looks pretty good, promising online. Yeah, and hopefully the weather is going to be really good on that day. It's mm-hmm. going to cool off a little bit here in the next few days. And mm-hmm. looking forward to it staying that way for a while. Yes, yeah. maybe. please. <laughs> and it's going to be a nice 79-degree day. Yeah, that'd be great. So, yeah, it's, uh, the, we'll, we'll know the weather in a couple days. We'll be able to kind of see the 10-day forecast coming up and, you know, kind of uh, see what we're looking at, but I'm, I'm hopeful that it's just going to be a really great September day. So, Yeah, awesome. Uh, and you're not competing with uh, any OU football that day or anything? That you know uh, we of? are, okay. but they are starting. Um, it's a 11 o'clock game against okay. Tulsa. It's a hometown or a home game against Tulsa. And then um, it should be over, you know, at the beginning of the, of the day, two or three o'clock. So I expect, you know, uh, we won't we won't lose too many people to that, but yeah, but people can uh, go to the game and still have time to get there. Exactly, the and we and do some. have um, a lot of our businesses, a lot of our restaurants are going to have the game on their um, on their on their TVs there, and then actually, Cock of the Walk is going to have an outdoor TV set to it. So oh, nice! We should be good there. <laughs> yeah, that'll be so, fun. Yeah. So a great way to experience the game and the festival. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. You can get sports and music and beer and kids area and everything else that it, you want. It doesn't get any better than no, that, No, it doesn't. It? <laughs> so are, are both of you ladies originally from Oklahoma? Um, I am not. I'm actually originally from California. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've been here um, almost four years now. Okay. And yeah, I was actually born in California, but I was <laughs> raised here. Yeah. I was only in California for a year or two, oh, okay. so that barely even counts, I so guess. So you weren't, you weren't affected then? No. <laughs> I still kind of have an accent. I have to fight it every now and then. Yeah, funny. Rachel, what brought you to Oklahoma? Um, I had I have family out here. And okay. so um, I just, you know, moved out here a couple of years ago and ended up uh, liking the city so much and feeling like I was really um, in a welcoming and, and kind of blossoming area. And it just kind of, you know, it, it became almost no contest after about a year of being here. I was like, well, I think I'm just going to stay. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's cool. What yeah. what was it? I mean, coming from Cal- what part of California were you in? Um, I'm from Northern California. Okay, I um, love that area. Yeah, it's uh, it's not quite, it, it's not like Napa or anything. It's um, Chico, which is about two hours north of Sacramento. Okay. And, um, you know, it's it's a really gorgeous area. It just doesn't have, like, the opportunities that I find here in Oklahoma yeah. City. So, H- Having moved here from, from there, California, West Coast, uh, a different attitude and everything, but you get here and obviously really within the last four years, I mean, since I, you know, was in college and stuff, I mean, the city has changed a lot. Of course, obviously, I'm getting old, really old. But... Um, <laughs> Having moved here, I mean, the last four years, there's been a lot of change and growth even. And, and as we talked about with the districts, the Plaza District and, and more things going on, more festivals around the city. But I mean, what from your eyes coming in from another state and seeing what's going on here, what, are, what is your perception of Oklahoma City? 
Um, I really, I mean, I'm just so amazed by it. And, and it was just something I had not experienced yet. You know, people say, oh, you must miss California. It must be so cool there. I mean, I wasn't, I, I mean, Chico is great and everything. It's just not the, um, you know, it's not the beach and it's not, it's not anything that, you know, um, I felt like was anything similar to Oklahoma City and um, seeing all of these districts and how um, all of these events are happening and the community and the small businesses that happen here and how well they are supported. It was just really inspiring. And and I really felt like if I was to go anywhere else, I wouldn't I really wouldn't get the support or the, you know, have the ability to do what I do. So. Yeah, that's great. And so I guess uh, graphics business was good for you. <laughs> uh, graphics, yeah, graphic design was. Um, I, I still do that freelance occasionally, yeah. but um, you know, it was it was working okay for me. But I really um, it, working for small businesses and helping small businesses was really like one of my um, passions. And I used to have a small business in the Plaza District. Okay. And um, you know, I, I I feel for these small business owners. I know that it's really hard, even even though the economy is doing pretty well right now it's still just a lot to deal with and um anything i can do to help them just just by being you know their supporter and being somebody that that you know kind of connects them with the right people which is a lot of what my job involves and you know finding them resources and and stuff like that that's you know i know that that can be a big load off of their shoulders yeah yeah Yeah. very good michelle uh since you grew up here and and you have witnessed all of the changes in oklahoma Mm -hmm. city and and now we're involved in some of these bigger festivals it's got to be exciting for you it is really exciting and someone asked me not too long ago um what i thought of the growth and i told them that it says a lot when every day i try to find a reason to come into the city since i live kind of south side um I find a reason to come up. Whereas when I went to high school, we never went. We never thought anything was happening. Yeah. Back then, all we knew was Bricktown. And if we weren't old enough to go to Bricktown, we just wouldn't go. Right. And uh, so I think now it's it says a lot when a lot of my friends and I who would never want to drive from Southside or Norman make it a point to come at least half of our week is spent in the city um, to know that there's so much going on at least every single Friday with a different monthly event happening. Um, It's exciting. You know, it's nice to see that the districts all work together so that not everything landed on the same day either. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's a nice sense of community that I don't think I would have ever imagined Oklahoma City having having, um, and having all these events. Um, When my friends and I were graduating high school, we were all very, very, very determined to get out. And I'm glad that we all decided to stay because we all got to witness it and see it. And I'm very fortunate that I was able to help with some of it, too. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, you should have been around in my day back before there was even Bricktown. <laughs> and, uh, and I've, I've heard you know, those dark days. <laughs> yeah, it was dark days. And I did, I did leave. I've lived in other states and mm-hmm. then ended up coming back. But I'm just so excited to be, um, be home. I mean, I've been home for a while. But, I mean, to see what's going on in Oklahoma City mm-hmm. and to see um, people like you two that are passionate about the city and, and wanting to do things to make it even better and um, create arts and entertainment opportunities and support local businesses and local artists. And mm-hmm. and it's just this vibe that we, we talk about here on the OKC show quite a bit because there's such a good vibe mm-hmm. uh, going on with the city and this this community of arts and entertainment and food. And um, it's just really fantastic. And it's a great place to be right now. Mm-hmm. 
I was uh, talking to someone else because one of my sisters and her husband actually moved to California for work. And um, the option is always there for me to move out there. And they were in San Diego and now they're right outside of L.A. And so I thought about it for a little bit. But someone I was talking to really discouraged me on going out there because she said there's too many opportunities here that I would miss out on and like the people I would miss. And my sister even said something that she noticed out there is that everyone's really nice, but not friendly. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm almost too used to how kind and friendly everyone is here. And it is the good vibe. Everyone, if anyone notices you're having a bad day or something's going on, like they can tell and they just want to help you feel better. It's like not just districts having a sense of community. It's like everyone has this sense of community. Yeah, I think um, it's that, 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 w- that we refer to now as the Oklahoma standard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it would be hard to leave. It would be really hard leaving now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely a different vibe out here, um, you know. And I miss California, but I also I would miss Oklahoma way more than I do, yeah. you know. And I have family in California, and um, you know, my mom when she comes out here, she's just like, oh you know, everybody's just so nice here. And I'm like, well, isn't that how they, I, I figured they were in California. I don't remember them being that way. And she's like, no, they really are really nice here. You know, <laughs> somebody will, I mean, just, just be nice in, in the grocery line or, mm-hmm. you know, at, at a restaurant or something. I mean, you rarely have an experience where you're just like, oh, wow, that person just does not like existence. <laughs> and so, <laughs> you know, it seems like um, Oklahoma's just, and everything's just a little bit slower. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah, California, you know, we, there just seems to be everybody is in a hurry and a rush to get things done. And out here, you know, it doesn't quite feel as hurried. And, and that's that's just fine. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Like I said, it's a great place to be right now mm-hmm. uh, with everything going on. So, Rachel, what else is going on or coming up with Western Avenue um, once we get past West Fest on September 19th? Well, we will be having our 14th annual Taste of Western which is um, an event that we um, have for our restaurants. They bring um, they bring like little bites of food um, from their restaurant. And I, I tell them, you know, this is your chance to shine. So bring something interesting that maybe you don't mm-hmm. serve every day at your um, at your establishment. And then we also have wine and beer there as well. And so it's a ticketed event. It'll be happening at Will Rogers Theater on November 17th this year. Okay. Um, and we will be having, um, I think right now we have about 17 restaurants signed up. And then um, that event also coincides with our mural project. So last year was the first year that Western Avenue did this, and we decided to give it another shot this year. We added five murals last year to the district um, from local artists, and this year we're going to add three more. So we still have some some space left <laughs> in the district to add color to. So oh, that's very cool. We are going to be um, doing three more murals. Um, we just picked our artist um, artist today, and so we'll be um, notifying them. And then uh, the uh, buildings that we picked out are kind of spread out through the entire district, and so um, it'll be a, a little bit different because last time we had them all in sort of one area, mm-hmm. and this time they're going to be really um, spread out throughout the entire three mile district. And then, um, you know, that kind of coincides with Taste of Western because it's a culinary and art event kind of mixed together. So yeah. Yeah. how did that project come about? That's very interesting. Um, Adrian, uh, Adrian Young started that project last year. Okay. 
Um, the goal was is to make the uh, taste of Western to kind of spice it up a little bit and add some a new a new um, facet to it to kind of you know make it more interesting. And um, she decided that what better way than to add art into the event, and yeah. then it kind of you know, became a, well, let's add a mural. Well, let's just add five murals. So um, that's how the event started. And then um, we decided that this year we would go ahead and do it again. We have some sponsor um, interest in wanting to see this happen again. So we're going to do it, you know, this year. Um, the hope is, is that we can do at least one more mural next year. And then um, we'll look into seeing if those murals need to be repainted or anything. So murals are sort of a temporary thing. They they have a, a life of about three to five years. So. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That sounds great. Well, Rachel, Michelle, thank you for stopping by the OKC show. The West Fest is September 19th. That is a Saturday. It's a one-day event. Starts at 12, and we'll go into the evening headlined with musical artist Jacob Fred Jazz Odyssey that night, and then the after party with Wakeland at VZD's. And uh, some other great bands, 19 total bands, will be playing that day at Westfest. And it's going to be an awesome day. And food trucks as well. And remember, if you walk or bike, they would encourage that. And they will have the um, bike valet. I had to find the right words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new concept, but yes. Yeah. Uh, where can they find information and uh, a list of the bands and that sort of thing, Rachel? All of our information can be found at westfestok.com. W-E-S-T-F-E-S-T-O-K.com. Okay. And social media, Michelle? Yeah. it's uh, I think across the board, it's westfestok. And if anyone ever has any questions, you can reach us on the major three platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we can answer whatever you've got. Mm-hmm. All right. Ladies, thank you for uh, dropping in and sharing the info on the OKC show. Yes. Everybody make Thanks it out. to us. Absolutely. Everybody uh, make plans to attend WestFest on September 19th. This is the OKC show. I'm Jason Baffrey, and we are out of here. This episode of the OKC Show is brought to you by OKMerch.com. Are you like me? Do you love music, especially local music? Then go check out OKMerch.com. It is 100% locally owned and operated. They offer vinyl, CDs, digital downloads, T-shirts, posters, koozies, stickers, and a whole lot more from all of your favorite local bands. Check it out, OKMerch.com, and remember to use the promo code OKCSHOW. The OKC Show is a production of Destiny Creative.